0: Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio
1: experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today, I'm excited to discuss about digital marketing, how you can learn from scratch. And I'm excited to discuss this with Sam Freimer. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm I'm doing pretty solid over here. How are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, I check out your profile. Yeah, you have experience and, you know, uh, I found one interesting thing that uh, you got uh, almost one million times for a uh, post junior marketing specialist and I, I got it, I need to talk to this guy, I need to learn from him because uh, from my experience, my audience uh, loves to learn more about uh, digital marketing, how to start a career, how to start learning about that, uh, almost everything. Uh, can you tell about this post and why you decided to uh, take this topic?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's that, that particular post is look, one of my favorites. Um, I think the original idea came from uh, another similar post I was talking about uh, or making fun of um, hiring a junior engineer. So I said, hey, I'm in the marketing space. Um, I've I've seen a couple marketing job specs. Why don't I try to poke some fun at it too, right? Um, So I just kind of whipped it up, you know, some of these requirements. And when I was writing it, I thought, what's the like? the craziest thing, like, what's the craziest thing I could just come up with? Like, you know, flying over multiple continents and written multiple movies, et cetera, right? Uh, put it up there and and it caught fire. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy on a number of levels. Um, I didn't like expect that much engagement. I just thought it was funny myself. Like it was satirical about posting, you know, marketing job, uh, that looked like it had requirements for an entire department you know mm-hmm. um but when you look at it totally, when you read the comments of that post uh they're they're pure they're they're pure
1: gold <laughs> you know, you unhided my loving strategy because, for example, uh, for example, most uh, marketers uh, proclaim that you need to learn your competitors, and um, nothing is wrong with that. But um, I disagree uh, with uh, some strategies to learn them because, um, for example, when uh, marketers open Semrush and Hrefs, they are looking for. Uh, uh, high volume keywords uh and uh, strong sides of their competitors and you can overcome their stroke sites it doesn't matter you use paid marketing or, or SEO uh it's better to ch- to find for their weaknesses and uh, i love the strategy because uh, for example uh, you mentioned that you found a uh, similar posts in another niche and yes it's my loving strategy you know i analyze uh, many different blog posts uh and when i find something new and i think can I uh, use it in digital marketing or for my clients Uh, and yeah I I just use totally the same love the strategy even in digital marketing for example uh, when I post on LinkedIn I uh, I read a lot of blog posts and bloggers usually uh, uh, share content on social media without uh, caring a lot about that just writing and sharing Uh, Moas Neil Patel uh, any of them, and uh, when I take their ideas to uh, and uh, combined with my experience, I can uh, get much higher engagement for, for this post because, yeah, I, I love the strategy. Yeah, I'm cool, but I never got a million views, you know. It's a lot,
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's it is. another crazy thing about that post is you know, you look at it like I, you know, sometimes I, I reread it and kind of like chuckle myself. Um, And a lot of the the feedback I got from it was like, they're like, hey, Sam, I, I had to read like two thirds of that post before I realized it was a joke, like it wasn't a real job spec. And I'm going, man, how many... You know for for uh the strategy and tactics of the, the you know these industry leaders putting up these job you know job postings you know recs that they're trying to fill you know and hire their new digital marketer or their new engineer or their new salesperson you know insert job title here right um most people thought hey this this could really be a real job and i'm going man that they were pretty conditioned to to read similar specs four real jobs (laughs) and that that to me is is bonkers um so i i I wrote that post you know obviously you know it's satirical it's meant to poke poke fun um but Mm -hmm. you know it it could be marketing it could be you know any other specialty any other um industry any any niche um hey let's let's write uh jobs job specs for real human you know Mm -hmm. for for your your strategy and tactics versus an entire department, or, or you know, or, or this this robot,
1: yeah. I think yeah, it's important to have a fun <laughs> with your job, and <laughs> you know it's interesting. Uh, I got the trap from Elon Musk when he posted that he uh are going to buy uh new uh crypto uh that was called uh, uh doc coin. And you know what I did? I bought this bought coin, right? Yeah, but uh but he joked about that. He joked because he tried to uh, take away attention from Bitcoin, and uh, he, after this, he bought uh, 1 billion, 500 million. Yeah, uh, crazy money, you now B- Bitcoin and, yeah, <laughs> But you know, uh, I uh, I didn't lose anything because uh, Dogecoin <laughs> is growing.
0: <laughs> it's growing. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's it? Uh, Shibu um or you know that other that other uh, that coin. Token those fractions of a penny, you know, is now now uh, taken off as well, or at least getting you know a lot more attention. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't know. We're talking about you know digital marketing, personal branding today. Um, I didn't think of that tangent. On you know, you got a, a strong personal brand or a big following, uh, and you're always one tweet away, one LinkedIn post away, or YouTube video um, from changing the market, changing the game. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's because you really, you know, you're a serious investor, or maybe it's just, you know, you're sit, you know, you're sitting with your friends drinking a beer on a Friday night. You decide to to tweet about Dogecoin, and all of a sudden, you know, all that all this stuff happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's start from the basics. Uh, how to uh, start learning digital marketing? Uh, provide your insights about that uh, according to your experience. And uh, I think digital marketing is huge. Uh, we need to prioritize uh, and choose directions. Can you tell how to find these directions and how to learn how?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, if I was going to jump into digital marketing or you know start on LinkedIn personal branding today, um, step one is you got to start right. You you can't become a, a runner and not run right. Uh, so you actually have to jump into the sandbox and start um, start playing around, start using the tools, start testing. And kind of build that experience from the ground up. You know, we were talking about uh, that crazy post earlier. Another thing that made me think of was like, hey, you know, someone gave me an opportunity uh, at one point when I didn't have any experience. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's true for for someone that wants to get into digital marketing. It's really you just got to take a chance on somebody. so if you know you're a leader listening to this right now and you're trying to hire for you know for your digital marketing specialist or your you know your associate marketing project manager give someone a shot um that that has you know has some projects under the belt but may not have that official official title so i would jump in there start testing i'd also be very very humble um you don't know what you don't know uh often jumping to new fields you know probably have a, a couple of blind spots. I know I did ask the, ask the people that are already doing what you want to do. Hey, you know, ha, how'd you get your start? Would you recommend any platforms that, you know, that I, I looked in um, or I need to use my daily job, download all the latest content, uh, whatever you can, your hands on. I know you, Anatoly, provide tons of like tons of free content, um, start perusing LinkedIn. Downloading that, those ebooks, white papers, reading the blog posts by industry experts, and now between absorbing being a sponge and then actually practicing, now now you're actually doing some. You know, you're going from walking in digital marketing to jogging in digital marketing, and and you know,
1: yeah, in, in I, I- the marathon. I couldn't agree more about uh, uh, some strategies. For example, uh, when I learn something new, I usually share with my audience on social media. Uh, I love reading blog posts and uh, I have Feedly uh, where I submit uh, a lot of my favorite uh, blogs and I check out uh, Feed every day. Uh, And when I find something new, I just learn and share on social media and I use another trick to uh, tested, you know, because uh, I I found that many marketers uh, it's not uh, uh, about marketing uh, any niches. When someone uh, learns hard and uh, uh, forgets about acting, forgets about sharing with others, it's the uh, way to memorize all these skills. If you learn, uh, if you get any course, uh, you probably forget ninety five percent for a few weeks. If you uh, don't share, if you uh, don't help others uh, with your uh, new skills, and uh, if you uh, don't act, because uh, for me, acting is the best experience. Can you tell more uh, how to uh, act if you have no customers, if you have uh, uh, your own projects, uh, and uh, if you start from scratch? Uh, yeah, how to act?
0: Yeah, absolutely. If, you know, if I want to be a social media consultant, right? Mm-hmm. I have to practice what I preach. So what I would do is sign up for all those free accounts, get on every platform you can and start posting original material. A lot of the feedback I get is when, when we're talking about like, what, what content do I post? When do I post it? When's this going to maximize engagement? I want the most impressions, et cetera. Say, so especially if you're starting out, but even, even for some more, um, for some more seasoned veterans. Don't don't focus on the metrics at the start, because it's, it's going to shape the way uh, how you project and what content you post and, and when you post it. The important point is to get it out there, um, to be transparent. I think that starts building some trust. Um, you know, I know you talk about providing free value, doing that if I don't have any customers under my belt and I see the startup that doesn't have uh, a full time marketing team. I can reach out to them, send them a link and DM say, hey, you know, here's some similar projects that I completed. I'd, I'd love to do one, you know, gratis, no charge uh, for you. And we can go from there. Um, you know, if 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 I'm a leader at a company and I'm strapped on my budget, I would love to have someone reach out to me and say, hey, you know, we'll do we'll do the service free of charge. Um, and go to their profile. They got a bunch of five star reviews. hmm that that sounds great. Um, but I think you have to you have to get out there and taste, sign up for those accounts. Um, and, and eventually, uh, after some of those free projects, you're going to get your first paying client, um, the sky's the limit. Yeah.
1: And you know, I started for free. Uh, I did a lot of uh, job for free. Uh, of course, I wanted to earn money but (laughs) nobody uh, wanted (laughs) to pay me this money and yeah, I spent more time with customers, Uh, I provided free consulting uh, to tell them uh, about all steps that I've learned and uh, yes, I think that uh, I got uh, my first uh, payment around $200 uh, not bad And uh, but I spent a few days to explain everything what I know uh, to to this customer and I think uh, when you have this experience, confidence. You can go ahead. You mentioned about uh, reaching out, about uh, outreach. Can you tell uh, how to uh, reach out busy people? Because uh, uh, according to a few studies, only eight percent of all emails are open. Eight percent. And if you wanna reach out to some big companies uh, or uh, I don't know influencers, how to? Uh, I don't know <laughs> what's the reason you need to provide to open your email and uh, yeah to read this
0: yeah yeah absolutely in, in one one quick tangent um if you're talking about like original you know your first first outreach it's okay to send them a LinkedIn message too um we know especially for busy people that have a million emails you know it's it you can get lost in that translation right um so here's what I would say at some point you actually have to build a relationship like you, you, when you send that first DM, please, whatever you do, do not try to hard close on the first date out there and say, hey, you know, I got this thing, I got this widget or this service, buy now, buy now, buy now. Do not do that. That part, that influencer, that uh, person you're trying to reach will click that delete key, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the way I would do it is, A, I'd send them a connection request. Um, so I can start or at least follow them so I can start seeing what they're actually interested in. Uh, when I, when i send that first message, no sales pitch. Hey, Anatoly, I saw that post you did on SEO. It really resume, resonated with me. I tried it myself and got some great results right from the start. Thanks again. Send. Click. Where's my button? Send. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Then on your second or third message, uh, you can start talking about what they're interested in, not your own, not Sam's priorities. Like you know, if I'm trying to make a dime, they they're not concerned with that. They everybody has their own pain points. I'd speak to their pain points. Hey, I saw you had a question about this. I also saw uh, a resource posted by one of my favorite thought leaders. Here's the link to that resource. Now you've answered their question. Now on the third chat, you can say, hey. Um, you know, if you're interested, here's some some key points. We'd love to chat more. If you're not interested in chatting, no problem. Leave them in, out. So it doesn't feel as much like you're just trying to go in there for for a sale. And now now over time, when you've had multiple conversations, you're starting to build a real relationship. So that'd be that'd be my two cents.
1: Yeah, good. Interesting. Uh, I knew about this strategy, but I never tested. Uh, because, Yeah, uh, I want to tell because uh, uh, I've learned a lot about outreach. And I know uh, about the strategy when you uh, send uh, emails just to tell uh let's i don't know uh let's have friendship and something like this uh, it's not about uh, such nonsense that i mentioned uh, i mean like uh yeah to build a real relationships but uh, um busy people uh have no time to check out them uh and uh, it's not i can't tell that it's popular strategy i think uh, it takes time to learn how to do it the correct way because uh, i like uh Go to the straight point. I want to tell. Of course, uh, uh, I think about uh, what type of value can I bring to recipient. I forget about what I need to get. Uh, And uh, a few times I got uh, big influencers. uh, One of them, uh, Bridget Heisen. She has 4 million followers. And uh, I spent uh, a few weeks to comment on on her post. Uh, she posts uh, daily on LinkedIn. I um, uh, leave, uh, left my comments on many of their posts uh, by sharing additional value to her posts. And it's interesting that she reached out to me first. <laughs> she <laughs> she sent me uh, the message. What do you think about LinkedIn all grips? Something happened there. I- I checked out <gasps> no way. I, I tried to reach out to her and she reached out to me. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. Uh, and the second time, uh, I got the same situation with uh, uh, Anthony, uh, and uh, she uh, he he got uh, three million followers on LinkedIn, and yeah, he he asked me to join to his uh, influencer platform. Um, uh, and um, yeah, something like this. I think uh, it's possible, but uh, uh. To write some can you provide more insights how uh, do you uh, uh, build relationships without asking anything uh, uh, with busy people it's interesting to know about the strategy
0: yeah yeah you mentioned um engagement with folks earlier um i i'd say go-to tactic is liking commenting sharing yeah. their posts so uh gary Vaynerchuk talks a lot about patience and i think that's an, an important concept here like I've been, on, I've been on LinkedIn since around like 2008 or something like that. And again, way back, and I'll bring this tangent way back around. Um, but back then, it was just a networking site, right? There was no LinkedIn learning. You know, there's none of these other fancy tools, right? Straight digital version of, of business cards. Um, but now you fast forward to today, you have all these different ways to engage people before that, you know, uh, original DM that you're going to send them in that email like, comment on, share their post, give them an opportunity to recognize your name before you've even reached them. So instead of, you know, a cold message, they've seen Anatoly commenting on their HR posts, commenting on their digital marketing tactics, commenting on the weather in Ukraine. Like they've already (laughs) seen you multiple times. That's reps. They start to, they start to remember you. Then when that first message comes in, it's not a stranger. It's Mm -hmm. someone that maybe you, you might've had a, um, you know, I see sometimes I put up a post and I'll see a conversation happen, you know, when you can do a direct reply to someone's comment, entire conversations. So Mm -hmm. you may have had a couple of those before ever, ever, ever sending a direct message. Um, and I think especially for a busy person you know they're like they're, they're so there's so many things pulling at their attention right like they're constantly barrage barrage that's one way to se- start separating yourself from there um and and increase your chances of success
1: yeah and um I remember when uh, I reached out to Lily Ray and um I think that I wrote a few comments. She ignored all of them. Uh, I, I understand she's busy, but you know, uh, uh, once she posted uh, a new content, a new content about uh, it, the parameter it, uh, expertise authority trust, and uh, what I've done, uh, I started to joke. <laughs> I, I I told that uh, Lily Ray. Uh, uh, created this parameter and uh, give to Google and today all SEO specialists have a hard time and you know she replied to me and came to my show (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think uh, uh, that means you need to find the way because uh, all of them are different for example for ren fishkin i use uh, quite different approach i replied to his email when he uh, sent uh, messages uh, to all uh, sp- uh, spark uh, Torah subscribers and i replied to his message wow awesome you you know about storytelling because he uh, he didn't use just generic strategies about uh, writing emails he shared a story and uh, i told him wow that's a great story. I will subscribe to your email, even if I don't use your service. <laughs> and he replied to me, wow. Okay. And yeah, we, uh, uh, and he came twice to my events. Yeah. Uh, it's a big pleasure to learn from, from such experts. And, um, Yeah, uh, I think uh, outreach takes time because when I started to to learn more about outreach, I I use templates. What do you think about templates? Do we need to use them, uh, or uh, it's better to personalize as maximum as possible?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So whenever. um, Oh, by the way, I I saw um, Rand at the inbound event in Boston uh, when he was Mm -hmm. speaking about SEO. This this couple years back, you know, when we're still doing you know more live events. Awesome, awesome, awesome dude. Uh, but when it comes to templates, look, every single one of us has received um, an email, a direct message on a social media platform that we could tell was from a template, right? Um, maybe it was too long, you know, and you could tell, you know, it had 50 bullet points, and you're and some of them weren't or none of them were related like to your field, and you're going this person like look up and, and see what I, you know, see what I do. Um, I know I've got some wild ones uh, talking about, you know, procurement of fish. Uh, and I'm going, I'm you know, I, I worked, I spent some time in the food industry, but you know, not currently. Right. Um, so for me, personalized when you can. Uh, some of the most effective messages I've ever received, particularly on LinkedIn had a snippet about, Hey, Sam, I saw your junior marketing specialist post, or hey Sam, I saw your message. You know that speak to hiring manager recruiters um, about getting in. You know uh, with zero experience for an entry level role, and stop requiring five plus experience, five plus years of experience for an entry level role doesn't make sense. So they'll open the message with that, and I know right away that's not from a template, um, mm-hmm. especially if it's a post I put up. You know today. Um, and it was super relevant. I think when, when you're trying to build those relationships um, personalizing certainly helps. Usually a lot of pushback I get is like hey well what happens if you know I'm, I'm using this tool and I'm trying to scale I'm trying to reach 500 people today I can't per- I can't invest time and, and personalize every message right uh, I think it ties back to our, our theme before to have patience. like you can't expect a, to send out an email to five hundred or five million subscribers today and and you know just mat and magically create business um yeah i think i think uh you know you're you sometimes have to scale one to one you know at a one-to-one one ratio there that's at least that's been in my experience
1: Yeah, you know, you mentioned two times patience. Uh, uh, I have calculator, I count them. And yeah, (laughs) let's talk about (laughs) patience. Uh, Marketers often give up, you know, uh, when they can't get quick results. Uh, How to encourage yourself to go ahead, uh, whatever happens, uh, to learn from your experience? Because for me, failing only brings new experience, nothing else. You no, know, you you just learn from them and go ahead. For example, I started from templates as well. I, s- I sent a thousand templates. Uh, I got zero replies and uh, got it. <laughs> No way. I need to change something. But I, I didn't have experience at that time. Uh, can you tell more about patients? How do you find your patients? Uh, how to? uh know uh, that you are going in, in the right way or uh it's the way of learning uh yeah provide more insights about that
0: yeah yeah absolutely um so that, that's a big that's a big bucket right uh so some highlights one is that if you think about building those relationships or or some of the relationships that you have in your life right now how long the like how long have you known that person how long did it take you know to uh to, to build that relationship if if you've known someone your whole life you know have these deep roots um you you form these strong bonds none of it like none of that happened over overnight so i try to keep a little bit of perspective um when i started resume rebuilds uh that was at the start of the pandemic and uh i was really just doing them for free there was a company here in the boston area that lost that did corporate catering all the office just shut up 90% of their business lost overnight. Uh, so my LinkedIn feed was starting to be filled with, hey, does anybody have any, any leads, any warm introductions they make? Hey, I need a resume review. I haven't rebuilt my resume uh, in years. Can you help? And so, mm-hmm. that's, so I put up a post about that and I reviewed dozens of resumes for free. And when I think back to experiences like that, like I did that for months, Anatoly like like we're in uh, coming up at the end of 2021, this pandemic's been going along for so long. And when I think about patience in that regard, I've been doing this for about a year and a half-ish. Um, and, and yes, that time went by fast, but hey, at the beginning, all there's no, like there's no money coming in from that side hustle. There's my five to nine, it was a passion project and then someone eventually after reviewing dozens of free, uh, someone said, Hey, you know, what's your fee? And I hadn't even, I haven't even considered it cause I had done so many, um, in that other format. And it just, it takes, I, it takes time to get those referrals. Um, it, it takes patience. Um, and I uh, a third thing I'd say is why don't we flip the script? If I'm, if I'm going to consider it a big purchase, do I want to receive a message and, you know, and, and click that buy button, button in the hour or do I do I need time to step back and go, wait a second, I need a little bit of extra runway to decide this big life changing, uh, life changing decision. I put up a couple posts about, hey, when someone receives a job offer that's life, you know, completely life changing, don't make them respond within, you know, the the end of the day. Um, or within 24 hours, cause that could have huge implications on their family, you know, on the, on their next career move. Um, you know, let, let them, uh, have a little bit more runway, have a little patience yourself, you know, on the other side of the table um, as well. I just think there's so many business scenarios where, where it, it plays out and, and it's better for both sides.
1: Yeah, yeah, agree. and you know, uh, uh, I want to share my insights about that, Uh, for example, um, I found that people uh, usually uh, uh, choose uh, the job uh, where uh, they uh, don't like to spend time or uh, don't enjoy this time, for example, when uh, I wake up in the morning, I can start working. Uh, when I go to the bed, I can finish my job. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I, I love your word, another word, uh, patient <laughs> Not patience, uh, p- passion, passion, yeah. And um, um, I think that uh, it's essential to find what you like, where you like to spend time. For example, uh, uh, if you like to play ping pong, you don't wait when someone will pay money for that. You can do it uh, every single day. You can do it uh, when you have free time. If you like to play poker, yes, uh, probably you want to (laughs) earn money. (laughs) Okay, let's 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 choose uh, basketball. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you love spending time playing basketball, that means uh, it's your direction. And in digital marketing as well, for example, I I love spending time on LinkedIn to create new content, to learn about digital marketing. And uh, I think it's important to choose the right direction. For example, uh, paid marketing is not my strong side. And uh, I like to get organic reach. Uh, uh, but when I uh, talk uh, to paid marketers, they usually uh, share a lot of numbers, insights, settings, I check out a few Google Ads campaigns and got it, no way, I, I can't go to this direction. Yeah, it's better to choose paid uh, uh, The way, because digital marketing is huge, we have organic reach, uh, paid marketing, organic reach, it's SEO, social media, Uh, SEO, we can divide to uh, off-page SEO, on-page SEO, on-page SEO, we we can divide with technical optimization, content creation, uh, user experience, yeah, a lot of directions. Can you tell from your experience how to choose the right direction where uh, people can uh, enjoy their times?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, when I when I hear that, I think about, like, what would I tell the like the 15, 16 year old Sam, like starting their career <laughs> um, about, you know, kind of finding their niche uh, about having patience. I spent the first eight years of my career in retail. Um, it's ultimately something I would said, hey, that's great and all. But I think for my interests, my passions, my skill set better fit uh, in a digital landscape. Right that for my journey, it took me eight years to, to find that answer. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, I think, you know, to that young person out there, you, you have to go and taste. You ha- how are you, how are you going to know which flavor of career you want in digital marketing and sales and a technical field and healthcare and, uh, and athletics where, you know, and in, mo- in making movies, whatever uh you're gunning for, how are you gonna know if you've never tasted it? So you have to go at some point actually uh, I call it uh jumping over the cliff and building your parachute on the way down. Uh but you have you have to have to leap first. So I'd say go out go out there and taste. Um I happen to you know love technology and, and love marketing tools. But again, it took me a little bit so have a little it's it's Uh, I think it's a balance too. Like you have to have enough patience to go and taste all these different things and try these different tools and meet these different people. Um, But when you know, you know, and and go all in with it. Um, Once once you find out that you, you know, you love SEO uh, and you went to that event, you know, where Anatoly was speaking and you're like, like your soul's on fire, don't wait another two years to go do seo Go in tomorrow mm-hmm. um, that's a that's another thing i think there's been certain roles where i like you know i've kind of maximized my growth or uh this you know earlier on in my career and i at that point i should have said if i had taken a step back i would have said hey you know i'm not crazy about this or i've done everything i can well you know why don't we go taste um taste something out and i honestly i'm i think it's the the best thing to do um you know have the patience to go try things but once once you've tried something you love jump in head first to it
1: yeah got it valuable um you told that uh, you check uh, check out a thousand resumes uh i got this question uh, many times uh, when uh, people ask me i don't know how to find a job in digital marketing uh, i submitted uh a hundred requests uh, but nobody replied to me or uh, got some automatic replies uh, can you tell uh, how to write the resume that uh, companies uh hrs uh, recruiters uh yeah will consider uh, as good candidate or something like this yeah provide about that insights
0: yeah yeah and, and this could be more specific to digital marketing but really, the best practice is for any field, right? Like how do you get someone's attention? Um, so I get that question a good amount too. When I'm reviewing resumes, one of I would say the top three mistakes I see on there is people put lists of responsibilities instead of accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So to give you an example, it's it's great, you know, to put the point on there. Hey, you know, I've I've, I've I've used HubSpot and I'm certified on the platform and I've uh, executed a couple dozen campaigns. That's great and all, but it's not as good as, hey, I executed this email that had a 45% open rate and generated 500 new leads that closed six figures in business. If I'm a hiring manager looking for that new digital market, I'm going, well, this person practices you know, what they preach. This is worth another conversation. Um, so, if you're drafting up your resume today, please, please, please uh, list your accomplishments. I'd also recommend people put in a little summary. Um, you know, we talked about uh, thought leaders, influencers, uh, people large, follow, you know, followings, executives, they're super busy, right? Um, so, put a little snippet on there. Hey, this, this is what I'm all about. Um, and for the other sections, don't be inc- afraid to include things like, certifications, or even your passion projects. Um, that's another area where when I've talked to job seekers and they're trying to build that bridge for the first time, if you don't have years of experience, right, you're not going to be re- able to relay and say, oh yeah, you know, I worked, I worked for Microsoft too. I worked for Google too. However, if, if you're both into craft making, or running, or travel, or photography, in that, and and that's your thing. And you put a little snippet about there. The person, the you know, the recruiter, um, the hiring manager might go, "Oh yeah, you know, I, I am too. Like, um, I and and they put up a really po- interesting post on LinkedIn about you know about that topic this weekend, um, or really a cool photograph. And I love hiking, and that was a mountain I hiked in New Hampshire." Um, Then the cogs start getting turned and say, hey, why don't we we call this person up and it's worth another conversation. So finding other ways to build that bridge for that to jump into a new field, you got to connect on at a human level.
1: Yeah, valuable. I agree with that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, to highlight more about achievements. Okay. Okay let's talk about uh job requirements for example when i check out um when companies are looking for uh, new digital marketers they want to get uh the professional in seo pay-per-click social media content creation uh, Know all tools possible in the world hubspot href Samrush, google analytics uh, and go on go on you know uh I think it's the whole department can do it. You know, but they wanna find jack of all trades. What to do for job seekers? They need to uh, uh, submit their request to uh, such requirements or skip them.
0: Yeah. So the reason, my take on that is the reason why you see these job descriptions for a digital marketer, and they have entire departments lists of, of you know they want five or ten years, you know, and all this, uh, all these different areas is the job description is basically a copy paste of different pieces of different job descriptions mm-hmm. and then they the save time they smatter that all together and now you have the description for not a human but a department right mm-hmm. uh so i think that the first step there if you want to be effective and go find that person is you got to be honest particularly for a new person jumping to the field um maybe they they know a uh, a couple platforms and they're awesome in HubSpot and Salesforce. Um, and they, they use BuzzSumo to see some trending topics, but they're not going to have 15 to 20 platforms and expert level expertise in every single one, you know, every single best practice and strategy and tactic to, to deliver all these results. Um, so be honest. Another thing I would say, and you know, I tell this um, to leaders and in, in hiring managers and executives is look someone took a chance on you this new person that you're going to hire if they have 60 70 percent maybe 80 of your core requirements and they know a certain amount of you know they have a, a know a certain amount of the platforms and tools you use in business they have outstanding attitude um so you, you often hear the quote hire for attitude train for skill take a chance on it -hmm. Instead of going every last box and going, man, they they they, they did awesome in the interview. They haven't used Semrush. Nah, we can't we can't pull the trigger (laughs) on it because you're. I see I see in my travels, um, or I I get feedback from clients about seeing the same jobs posted again and again and again. And I always wonder, like, why is that not you know that rec not been filled already from something posted six months ago? It's because they need they have a list of 20 requirements, amazing caliber candidates come in when 18 or 19 out of the 20, and they go, you know, Red X, no, they don't have this one thing, can't hire them. You gotta be honest, you gotta be transparent, you gotta hire humans, not whole departments, get someone that has awesome potential, um, that, that, uh, that's adaptable to these new tools. There's gonna be new digital marketing tools uh next year five years from now that don't exist today so that new digital market you hire they're going to be adaptable and know you know and learn those new platforms and, and you're going to be in a good place
1: yeah yeah got it okay uh i found on your linkedin that you uh uh work with uh user experience yeah uh in hubspot beta tester uh can you tell more how to uh analyze UX today how to understand that your UX is good for customers or uh, users
0: yeah yeah absolutely and that hub, that specific HubSpot beta tester piece that was from I remember uh, a couple years back when they're trying to like kind of build the program mm-hmm. um so I opted in where they'd say hey you know we're going to load these features onto your account they may not be fully baked yet Um, but you're going to see all these different widgets, you know, we'd appreciate any feedback you can send um, to our UX, you know, to our design team um, and our our specialists, our engineers that can help make this platform better. Right. Um, Talking about it from the customer standpoint, I try to think of my own experience when I'm jumping on Amazon's site uh, to buy a new thing, of protein powder, what do I want that UX to look like? Or what, or from start to finish, how what's gonna be the most seamless experience for me, right? So that's easy to find buttons. That's minimal amount of clicks from start to finish. Um, that's easy to find areas and boxes uh, or, uh, or areas for a discount code, for example, or a payment method type. It's gonna be seamless. Your customer wants the same thing. They don't want a headache. They're busy. Uh, they're trying to get, they're literally trying to give you money, right? Mm -hmm. Don't, don't create unnecessarily UX, UX obstacles, uh, to prevent that from happening, clean design, less is more. Um, some of these classic design themes, uh, where you need lots of white space, you know, to separate text. Um, if someone's, uh, looking at your website, uh, or reading your LinkedIn post on their mobile phone they can't read a book or they're not going to want to right they're you know they're going to put in larger text they want spacing to make it easy to separate etc um so i think some of those classic design principles apply today they're going to apply next year and beyond um people want something easy to use uh they want it fast um i know for me like i think of the like the dial up modem days like where it would take a minute for a web page to load and like in in speed uh, or lack of speed just kills all ux experiences so make sure you know your page load time is fast um and easy and easy to use and i think that'll help uh your customers experience and help help generate some more leads in business
1: yeah got it okay thanks sam thanks a lot for your time you know yeah it's valuable uh i've learned something i'm going to use it uh, uh okay tell our audience how they can find you reach out to you learn more about you
0: yeah yeah absolutely um so I, as i think we the first time we met uh was on linkedin um search sam Frymer, find me there same thing for my twitter handle um you can find me that's going to be at frying dog i try to have you know fun with my social handles too um drop me an email samuel um so my first name dot my last name i'll put that in the comment um at gmail feel free to to, to send me a dm send me a, a email uh whatever you'd like i'm here for you uh it, you know it's crazy pandemic times um let me know if there's someone listening right now that needs a warm introduction happy to make it Uh, happy to make it for you
1: yeah guys and don't forget about personalization don't write for the sake of writing you know yeah personalize your message to Sam okay guys you can find all these links in the description below listen to us on Google Spotify and Apple thanks a lot for your time Uh, you uh, share a lot of valuable insights Uh, I'm pretty sure that people will use them Uh, yeah and thanks guys for listening and watching us I
0: appreciate it totally have a good one